the Victorian Premier has given his strongest indication yet that he will implement a tax on short-stay rentals like Airbnb. The levy, dubbed the holiday tax by the opposition, is forecast to be up to 7.5% and aims to increase housing availability. Daniel Andrews says there is currently about 30 to 40,000 homes being used as short-stay rentals across the state. The new property tax is expected to be unveiled as early as Wednesday. Joining me now is columnist Susie O'Brien and journalist Joe Hildebrand. Morning to both of you. Susie, you're there. Do you think property owners will just pay up the 7.5% levy or do you think that will stop people and get them to put their house or their apartment on on the market? Well, I think coming on top of other um, state property taxes aimed at um, second homes, this will certainly have an impact. 7.5% is quite substantial. Um, But, you know, I'm all for it. I think if if it works, that'd be fantastic because 40,000 homes, even if a third of them, even if a quarter of them go back onto the rental market, this is a good thing. And do I think that the right of people to have a permanent home over their head, a roof over their head, as opposed to me having a cheaper holiday? Yeah. I think that's pretty much fair enough. I'm prepared to pay an extra 20 bucks a night for my Airbnb uh, so that more people can have a roof over their head. And Joe, the flip side of this is a lot of um, property investors are not billionaires. Uh, they're families who are just trying to, um, you know, get a leg up in the future uh, or in their super fund maybe. Uh, and they're trying to get the best investment they can. Yeah, I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors about this. Um, Dan Andrews is a very interesting leader in one way. I mean, he does a lot of good stuff uh, in some areas. His early childhood uh, funding for universal preschool is fantastic. But other stuff is just like the Wizard of Oz. It's just like a guy pulling levers behind a curtain and really the emperor has no clothes. I think this is a pretty good example of this. It seems to me a very Greens-esque policy where you think, all right, well, with the stroke of a pen, we'll just make all these properties available and that'll solve the crisis. Well, I can think of at least three reasons why it's going to make the, the crisis worse. Firstly, it could disincentivise people to actually um, invest in second properties or properties they, they are planning to rent out. So if you're making that uh, harder to do and, and, and making it um, removing the flexibility, then people are going to be less likely to buy it. Secondly, where are these properties? You need to, if you want to solve the housing crisis, these need to be properties that are affordable and that are er- where areas where people uh, need to live and work. They wouldn't want to be fancy places. I mean, uh, these properties on the Mornington Peninsula, they buy the beach, are they where people want to be? And of course, uh, thirdly, if people do just pay the extra money, like um, Susie has suggested, it doesn't solve the property crisis at all. It's just people paying more money for their holidays and those places are still not available. So that's three for three right there. Mm. Okay, moving on. There are calls for staff who repeatedly click on suspicious emails to face consequences due to the threat of malware attacks have on organisations. Some of the country's top IT bosses say workers who continually fail phishing simulations should have their internet access restricted or even be sacked. Let's have a guest appearance Um, by my It was one time, and not just that. The email that I clicked on was dressed up like it was a compliance email, which you have to do continually. I think that's the whole point. Um, Yeah, but... 
but it was so similar. And now I don't open those emails, so I'm not compliant and I'm not a hacker. I'm not trying to put the company uh, at risk. I'm not trying to make them vulnerable. Okay, you've had, I did click on you. it. Thank I did you. click on Thank it. Thank you very much, One sir. One time. Thank you, sir. You've had your say. Susie, let's go to you. What do you think of this idea? Well, look, I'm, I'm in Shervo's camp. I'm in Camp Shervo. Basically, this happened to me last week. Oh. And it was something like, oh, is, um, here's some more information for your story. And I went, oh, very nice. Thank you. Click. And it said, you know, warning bells. Um, you know, you've been, this is a suspicious email and you should not click on it. And I must be one of those people where when when you do it once, they send you more. Because I got one uh, yesterday oh. that said, um, is this you? Question mark. And I went, no, that's, no, I know that one. <laughs> so I'm really against this. You can't take the jobs away from people who might be quite well-meaning but not as smart as they should be. Like, let us keep our jobs, please. Or maybe if you're just at the really lower end of the tech sort of ability status That's like right. me. I've never, I, don't, I can't remember clicking on one because maybe I just don't even bother because <laughs> I'm, I'm just... You don't even open your emails. No, we get it. I, I just don't even, I'm 890 days late for some course I'm supposed to have taken. Joe, yes. should someone really get fired though if they are like Susie and they're just well-meaning? <laughs> Dumb. Uh, no one should get fired for anything because if they did then I would have been fired about 650 times in the last 12 months <laughs> Alone. But um, I'm, I've got advice for, for you, Shervo, for Susie, for everyone. Just don't open any emails. <laughs> All the compliance emails, never done them. Never yes, done them. I could, I could be taken to court for anything and I'd be absolutely screwed, but at least I wouldn't have been hacked. Joe, how many have you got? You know, when, how many have you got? that you haven't opened? Is it like a few thousand? So many, yeah, yeah. Five it's, thousand it's, or something? It's weird because sometimes yeah. Hotmail just takes the law into its own hands. Mm. But I've got about three email accounts and about 21,000 uh, <laughs> unopened ones. In fact, I'll check them for you right now. Where no, are we? No, not on our <laughs> time. There we go. Oh, oh, yes. Not on our time, buddy. 20,349 <laughs> oh. and 864 warnings from the Channel 7 compliance. Exactly. <laughs> See, I've so, got 5,171 and I thought thought that was bad. So you just don't open them. That's don't the best open anything. Way. Just don't open anything. Susie, just... advice for free. See you later. <laughs> See you.